What's the crack with Andrew and Paz? The best bits of Good Morning Tipperary. Well, you know it's a bad morning when you're going around with a coat on you. This isn't a coat. No, I don't have it on now, do you? Oh, you do have it. You do. Is it? What is it? A jacket. It's a hoodie. Oh, is it? Did you not have a jacket on you downstairs when you went out yeah, to the car? Yeah, because I was going out to the car because well, so you it's do raining. Have, so you do have a coat going around the place. Like. That's well, what I'm saying. I have a coat lots of days. I don't necessarily... I never see you with the coat on you. Well, not on me, no. When you're going to Tesco now over the weekend in your Jimmy Jammies, will you wear a dressing gown, will you? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're well known for that crack that, that is something I can never fathom. Is people wearing pyjamas going shopping. Yeah. yeah but it's handy, like. It's handy. I don't care how handy road, it like. is. If you're just going over for a few bits and bobs and you're going back to bed. Please don't tell me you go shopping in your In my Jimmy Jammies. Yeah. Next thing uh, you're going to tell me you don't wear them. Uh, I don't wear Jimmy Jammies, actually. That makes like, it even uh, worse, actually. Boxer shorts only, man. Boxer shorts only. That Sorry now if I'm exciting any people. <laughs> Sorry. Don't, don't, don't mean to be getting it up for you. <laughs> uh, Pat, do you squeeze your bag? Because there's... Um, Sorry. No, I leave it in a long time before I squeeze it. <laughs> okay. A new tea bag. But I do squeeze it. There is a new tea bag that claims that they're going to give you the perfect cup of tea in 60 seconds. Yeah. Uh, it's PG tips that uh, are coming on board. Uh, they found that the majority of people aren't leaving their tea to brew for the rest. Did you see the story? Yeah. If you, okay, so you know the story, because I was going to ask you how long should a bag four stay minutes. in yeah, three to four minutes. I never, and never, ever leave it well, in Well, my attitude there is that the water began a bit cold by then. 85, 85% of people leave the bag in for less than a minute. That's me. <laughs> uh, 45% taking it out in under 30 seconds. Uh, I leave it in for about 30 seconds, give it a little bit of a squeeze, give it a bit of a stir, and, and that's it. Was it PG Tips came up with the pyramid-shaped? I don't know. I don't know. Did they make any difference, did they? Well, they're not. Still, well, I'm not sure if they're still on the market, but everybody hasn't gone down that well, road. Well, the best so. invention with tea was the, the the string thing on it that you just you can bop it in and out like that, and <laughs> yeah. you know you know the thing I'm talking yeah, about. I do, the, yeah, do. A bit of a string yeah. on it. Uh, some people in Dublin City uh, yesterday were asked about their preferred brewing time. I have no idea. I'm I'm a weak tea person, so um, a minute. I would be less than a minute. I'm definitely a quick dunk and then out. So yeah, maybe twenty seconds. I probably <laughs> leave it in like. Maybe one or two minutes, because I never, I'm never patient enough to leave it in for like longer, and I hate it when you take the tea somewhere and you uh, don't have anywhere to put the tea bag. So uh, yeah. I never leave it in like longer than two minutes or like a minute and a half or something. There you go. Um, some people actually leave it in all the yeah. time. I don't know how to do that. I mean, you could walk on it by the time you finish the tea. As my mum would say, you could trot a mouse across it. <laughs> and as she'd also say, talking about jackets, that's a farting jacket. Did you ever hear anyone say that? No, until now. I hope Fran is listening, because that's a casual thing. What's it mean? It, it means the jacket is just, like, if you're out today and you've just got a small jacket on you, and it's it's really small, like, like she'd just call it a farting jacket. Like, it's not worth a damn to you, really. Do you know that kind of way? It's casual talk. It was in casual, yeah. It's yeah. casual talk, were you? I was. Yeah. And actually, my father would say casual tea if it's weak. Sorry, though, but all the cashel people listen to us. Because my man was from cashel. He said, that's cashel tea, because it's a bit way. Um, speaking of Dublin, we have to. We might do it a little later on. Uh, the uh, the hole in the beach in Port Marnock. You know about that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know the story? No, I've vaguely heard it mentioned, but... So, we'll do it now. We'll do it at half past. Let's do it at half past. Um, no, we leave, we leave it. We leave it. We leave it. We do it at half past. All right, talk to you then. Good luck, good luck, good luck. It's just after 7 a.m. Good morning, Tipperary. With Andrew Luby. Tipperary's Tip FM. Uh, 
Uh, sorry if you heard me. Did you hear me roaring there? Nah. No. No, that's okay. I was blissfully it. unaware. Okay, what did I miss? That's fine. You, you missed me roaring my head off. Why? That, nothing happened to me. I was just, um, I was, uh, when I yawn, I do that. <laughs> You were just in the mood for a roar. They give out to me at home, Bile. I can't yawn. Without going to... Don't do it again. Like a kind of a... And I'd even stop myself doing it there because I don't want to do it on a microphone to people. But you know what I mean? You know that yeah. kind of like... Yeah. Okay. Um, let me tell you about the hole in um, Port Marnock. I lost the, the script. It doesn't matter because I know what happened anyway. So the story is... I keep calling TV3. It's Virgin Media News now. They had a story yesterday about the beach in Port Marnock, okay, which I think is probably the closest beach to Dublin, isn't it? I don't know if I've ever been there. And they had a story on the news and... Oh, man, where's the thing that I had there? Hey, listen to the story first. Okay, here we go. Now, finally, for now, mysterious hole on a beach has caused a stir in North Dublin. A local astronomy enthusiast is hoping the crater in Port Marnock could be the aftermath of a cosmic event. It's a huge, mysterious crater that looks out of this world. But is it? The unusual hole on Port Marnock Beach stopped local astrophysics enthusiast Dave Kennedy in his tracks yesterday. And he's certain the small but heavy rock inside it came from up above. As you can tell by here, there's a scorch mark on this side here, so that would have been at the angle that it came down at. And uh, it is weighty. I'm not sure if it's composition, but we're definitely going to have to find out. Now, why is, why is that of interest to us? It is of interest because after it was on the news last night, two fellas from Dublin uh, put up a video of themselves digging the hole. <laughs> two fellas got Sunday or something, whatever, whatever the last day of the good weather we had, with just children's plastic shovels. <laughs> and they have the video up of them digging it. So um, that's, that's what was doing the So rounds. where did the rock come from? It's just a rock on the beach, like, or something that was in it. But your man is going to get an awful dune. Ah, uh, the poor crater. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. You got there before me. Okay, I'll see you later. Good luck. All right. 7.37, everybody. Friday morning from Tip FM. At 11 o'clock. All right, okay, okay, okay. I've been asking people to have a listen to this. Hang on. Oh, no. Where's it gone now? Uh, okay, have a listen to this. Now, listen, just for clarity, I have to be fair. You brought this to my attention, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd love uh, if I was trying to catch you out with it, right? <laughs> but uh, you know, right? So just for people at home, especially the kids in the car, this is a bit of fun, right, this morning. So what we're hearing there is, like everybody's saying, is that is embarrassing. Yep. Is, is that what you're hearing there? Yep. Okay. Now, if I play it again, the same clip, what about rotating pirate ships? Yep. What about that isn't my receipt? Yeah, it works, doesn't it? it does. This will wreck your head like. Um, what about Bart Simpson bouncing? Hang on. Ah, where's it God? Here, hang on. Yes, Bart not quite as well Bart as the others, but Bart, it's... Yeah. yeah, Bart Simpson bouncing. Uh, I'll do one more for you. Hang on. What about lobsters in motion? Okay, <laughs> lobsters in motion. <laughs> not, not quite, not quite not as well. Not as good, but the first two, I think, definitely. So if we... So all you do is you're putting it in people's heads, right? Yep. So the, the first one everybody heard is, is that is embarrassing. <laughs> So, but you think the second one as well? Yeah. Uh, rotating pirate ships. I don't know about that one. What if you 
think about the line that you're supposed to be, or that you. But that's it. Yeah, you will hear that. Yeah, without okay. a doubt. Yeah, okay. I thought that was fun. I thought that was very good. Okay, <laughs> see you later. Have a good weekend. Good see you later. Good luck. Bye bye. All right, that was your weekend. That right. was okay. Yeah. yeah. Took it easy generally. Um, you didn't see any of the uh, cannonball run? No. Thing with Jigna. Didn't get around to seeing it yesterday and I didn't get to Moneygall on um, Saturday either. So. Uh, no, was it? Yeah. What time went through care yesterday? Uh, I was supposed to be going through around three o'clock according to oh, Alan Bannon, the organiser. Okay, because I got mixed up last week. I thought it was Saturday, didn't I? Um, no, I didn't see any of it either, but I, I presume it went very well. Well, they've been in the news a little bit for the wrong reasons. Oh, they yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell people? Uh, well, on... Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, I can't remember which day, okay. um, a Lamborghini Huracan okay. was uh, clocked at 217 kilometres an hour in a 100 zone. Ooh, so right. um, he's going to have the book thrown at him, basically. Okay. In Limerick yesterday morning, um, another Lamborghini Huracan, mm-hmm. uh, the driver of that was uh, breathalyzed and failed a, a breath test. Did he go around a roundabout? Apparently he went the wrong way around a roundabout, which is what drew attention to him, and oh. then um, got stopped and breathalyzed and failed the breathalyzer. Right, that's not very good, is it? Um, but on the positive, I mean, oh, yeah, of the course. rest of the event, very, very good, of and course. raising funds for the uh, Jack and Jill Children's Foundation. Of course, well. of course. We're not taken from the positive, no, no. but it's a fantastic uh, event. Uh, every year, um, did you see the Late Late Show? No. None of it? I meant to, but I was Did you read driving. anything? about it did you I read some positive some negative I saw a little clip of his opening monologue or a okay. bit of it he did about five minutes of a uh-huh. monologue uh, slug, slagged off RT um, yeah which I think he had to do yeah kind right? of yeah. It, was the, it was like the elephant in the room and I mean he's got an advantage there in that he is a comedian yeah so you know uh, I thought he was very good um, did you see it all yeah, I did okay. actually watch it all. I, I thought he was very, very good, and especially for his first night, I think he'll 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 get better. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are kind of saying it's kind of a bit Americanized. Um, he he keeps people sitting on the seats and they stay for other guests and uh, yeah. with the monologue at the start and all of that. Um, I I I honestly thought he was very good. But I mean, um, if you call that Americanized, then that's Graham Norton is doing that. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. The only thing is that the the. The guest lineup just leaved a little bit to be desired, but that's just just that's just. Well, me. I thought what's his name, the soccer player. I thought that was a, a good that one. Okay, um, but you didn't see it. No, but I thought as a guest, <laughs> yeah, it, it sounded bad. interesting. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but apart from that, like I think it wasn't great. Like it's not his fault. They just find it difficult to attract um, attract guests. Yeah, okay. I mean, back in the day. Uh-huh. Gay Byrne definitely did get an A-list. He did of guests, and that's gradually faded away. And why is that? We're a small little island. No, but why was he able to get them back then? So, like, obviously those people were in the country for whatever reason every mm-hmm. week and they were able to attract him. Yeah. Um, there's still lots of, like, big stars uh, in the country every week, but they can't... Actually, I got a phone call the other day looking for your number. So <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. after 7 a.m. Good morning, Tipperary. With Andrew Luby. Tipperary's can I just be clear on the, the story about Fair, Fair City? So they yeah. had, um, so they filmed for 20 hours a week? No. Okay, go on. The contract was for a stills photographer yes. to take still photos yes. of Fair City on the set and all that. And uh, they were going to have to work about 20 hours a week, €60,000 a year, four-year contract. Okay. But that's not going ahead. But do they not film 20 hours a week? Is that, or do they do more? Well, I'm sure they film for a lot more. Okay, we don't know that, do we? No, the impression I, I got that. from the story was that they actually film for 20 hours a week. Photographer is there, take some photographs, some of it ends up on the RT guide and stuff like that, and they're on 60 grand a year, like a retainer. Okay? So okay. I, I've that wrong, have I? I'm not sure. Okay. 
But like it's silly money, like. It's oh ridiculous. yeah. Well, it's not going to happen now. Thankfully. Okay. I mean. How much are they on the people acting in that? A lot less, I would imagine. Not less than a photographer. Yeah, quite possibly. Ah, that couldn't be. That's what I was thinking. How By all they, accounts, the if, if um, the photographer he or she is on on the sixty grand a week for the twenty hours or, 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 or a year, not a week, for a year. Thinking of Fran again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they must be on pretty good money. Does anybody even watch that thing anymore? I don't know. Do you ever watch that? No, Fair City? I haven't seen Fair City in years. But I, from what I gather in the past anyway, it's not great money to work on Fair City. Okay. At least as an actor. Okay. So you're better off you're the photographer. Possibly, yeah. New survey has found that parents are likely to forgive their children for... for different things uh, following okay a new survey has found that parents are likely to forgive their children for not following the rules as long as they have good manners oh stop that's a new sound oh I've got stuff my phone again obedience is now seen as a less important uh, thing for kids to learn the study looked at 24 countries found that independence is the most important quality for a child followed by hard work and determination so obedience is like I find that my fellas are fairly they're obedient when they're outside the house. Yeah. So, like, people would say to you, they're grandfellas, Mike. <laughs> you say you should see them at home. Uh, you should see them at home. Yeah. But should we probably all do that a little bit. Uh, yeah. They're quite polite, like, when they're out. But, you know, it's it's a different... Yeah, it's, it's you they can't bring out in public. Do <laughs> you find that as well? <laughs> I bet you you find that, that Brianna is an absolute treat when she's out and about, but it's just that maybe has a bit of a face in her when she's dealing with you. Do you get, do you get a bit of that? So you're saying that we're the problem. <laughs> it is us that's the problem. <laughs> and how do you fancy becoming a new chef executive? Well, of course, you'd have to be um, actually a chef in the first place. I might bring you that story a little bit later on. Uh, the Prince and Princess of Wales are looking for a personal chef. And I thought of you with your <laughs> culinary delights and all that that we've done in the, in the past. All right. 7.37, everybody. Tip FM. See you in a while. At 11. If you're going under the knife, uh, you might hope that your surgeon is a woman. Uh, new res- research has found that patients operated on by women are far better off than those uh, surgeons that are male. Surgeons that are male. That makes sense. Uh, separately, researchers in Sweden have discovered, Pat, that there's fewer complications and shorter hospital stays among gallbladder patients. Why would it be gallbladder patients whose surgeons are women? Why would all that be? They just do a better job, do they, I guess? So it seems. So it seems. There you go. I'm intrigued by that. So am I. I mean, they do all that research and all they come up with is that it's safer to have a female surgeon. Not why or anything like that. And why gallbladder patients? Ah, they probably had more gallbladder patients to survey them. (laughs) Possibly. And I got a nice little story for you too. No slagging, no messing here. It's just simply a nice story, which we like to do from time to time. A couple who met at an airport after their flight was delayed some years ago are getting married. Lisa Skellen and Jamie Hobbs, they're both aged 56, met at the airport in November 2019 after their flight to Tenerife was delayed due to a technical issue. Uh, they were in separate groups of friends at the time and they got chatting. They exchanged telephone numbers. At the end of the flight, they met every day while they were on holidays, right? So their wedding is planned to take place in Cyprus in the coming weeks. There you go. Isn't that a nice little story? Yeah. Love, love is just around the corner, man. It can be any place. You know. I'm waiting for you to... No, I'm not going to... No, I'm not... No, no, I'm just, just a nice story. Wow. No, no slagging off. You've no mellowed slagging. over the weekend. I sure have. See you in a while. 8.36 from Tip FM. From 9. Right, good morning. Hello. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm happy to hear that news about Mickey Hart, actually. Just no, not Mickey Joe. Oh, it's not the singer, no? No. Ah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking that he'd put down the guitar for once and for all. 
Is he going to Derry, is he? Is that where he's going? Yep. I had to step down from... Uh, Louth last night. That's right. After okay. three okay. years there. Somebody texted me, so do you give a mention to uh, St. Anne's Special School in Ross Gray doing fundraising for the school at the ploughing, for the three days of the ploughing, people come along and support them. Uh, we're at row 26, block 1, so you're not going to remember all that, are you? Uh, row 26, block 1, stand 397. You'll find them. You'll find them. Uh, if you could, oh, sorry, I could do it about 8 o'clock. All right, I'll do it again. <laughs> I, have to, I have to learn to read down through things, first of all. Either that or listeners need to put the important bit at the very start. <laughs> yeah, please do this at 8 o'clock. Please don't do it now. Um, speaking of the ploughing, actually, because of the ploughing, I got breakfast, well, kind of got breakfast in bed. Not exactly in bed, kind of sitting on the side of the bed this morning. Is your other half going to the ploughing? No, Drew is gone. All oh, right. So uh, Elaine was up getting him sorted uh, for the ploughing, who told us he'd be up at half four this morning. <laughs> and sure he wasn't, uh, because at one o'clock this morning I could hear a guitar being strummed inside in the room, and his mam shouting at him, Will you go to bed? Well, actually, it's good now he's gotten to the strummed stage. At least you, you Instead know. of the what? Well. Stage. Of the what? The god-awful din that could be a guitar, could be yeah. somebody stepping oh, on a cat's tail. Yeah, someone being bet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, no, 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 no. Um, so, yeah, he did, he's, gone to, he's gone to the... I was going to say he's gone to the plumbing. <clears throat> he's, gone to, he's gone to the ploughing. So um, we got a little bit of breakfast uh, this morning, so I got a BLT brought up to me while I, was sitting on the, nice. while I was sitting on the side of the bed. Trying to... You know, kind of encourage yourself to stand up fully. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a it was a strange kind of a, a start to my morning. Roger Whittaker passed away. Ah. Did you did you see that? Did you know that he? No. Did you, did, yeah. I thought he was still living here. He'd been living here for years. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I thought he was living near on the tip Offaly border. I thought so as well. Would that be right? I think yeah. Uh, a little clip flipping up. I saw him once in Limerick and actually brought my parents in uh, to the university. He was excellent. Yeah, I can imagine he would be a really likely star. Uh, 83, I think he was. Um, why? Actually, I started to say I thought he was still living here. No, he, he was living in France for the last few years. Oh. And he passed away in France. So, uh, yeah, Roger Whittaker. Uh, there you go. Sad to hear that. And uh, what else do we see? Ash, look, we'll talk about stuff a little bit later on. I have more stuff to talk to you about at half past seven. Is that all right? Yeah, I look forward to it. All right, see you then. Good luck. Good luck. It's just after 7 a.m. Good morning, Tipperary. With Andrew Luby. Tipperary's Tip So you tested the uh, tea theory uh, this morning. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't uh, impressed, now. You left the tea bag in for how long? Unmolested for four minutes. <laughs> Unmolested for four minutes. So but then I had a problem. I couldn't remember, or I don't know if you had actually said during your master class on how to make the perfect cup of tea, mm-hmm. whether I should then squeeze the tea bag or just take it straight from the, the cup. So you have squeezed it. I gave it a bit of a squeeze. Okay. Is squeeze a word? It is now. Squeeze. It is squeeze. now. Squeeze, squeeze. But you didn't notice any difference in the tea? If anything, it wasn't as nice. Ah, uh, that's a can't have been that. Can't yeah. No, man. I don't know. Um, it's supposed to brew. It's yeah, it's supposed to brew like. Yeah. But I think, I do think that if you leave it for, and I think you might have said this, if you leave it for three or four minutes, it, it gets cold. That's what I was going to say. I like my tea nice and hot. And yeah. this wasn't It's hot. funny you use the word nice there. Like, uh, you ever hear people saying, I'll have a nice cup of tea? Well, I didn't this morning. I know, but you know what I mean? People say, well, well yeah, I'll have a nice cup of tea. But then people will never say I'll have a nice glass of orange or I'll have a nice cup of coffee. Maybe say it about coffee. When I, I say, it, say when it about I, coffee. When I say it aloud now, maybe people would. People do say nice cup of tea. I have another question <clears> for <throat> you as well about beverages. Yeah. I had a flat white yesterday. Love a flat white. Yeah. But with a cappuccino, with all yeah. the different things, uh-huh. you can get really big ones of them. <laughs> 
Now, okay, with an espresso, you can you can get a stronger, you can get a double espresso, which is obviously just more coffee in it. It's not a bigger cup. Well, there's two shots of coffee now in a flat white. No, but that's not what I'm saying. Okay, go on. What I'm saying is, I really like the flat white. I want a bigger cup of it, but you can only get one size. There's a place in Tip Town where you, you get like it in a normal cup. But I think that the machine, whoever set up the machine, did it wrong. And I don't want to say what they are because they change it. So you get weaker? Um, See if it's, uh, it's probably giving you the same amount of coffee. Well, it should be in a smaller... I, I like the little cups. I, I've no, always, they're not. Mind you, I feel I'm being robbed any time when I'm paying like three quid for a flat white and it's just a small cup. Yeah. I'd like more of it. Yeah. Well, get two of them. Uh, like on no, your wages. That doesn't work. Because um, again, you have the same problem. By the time you get to the second one, it's gone a bit cold. Ask, look at it. <laughs> you, you know something? I don't care. Fine. <laughs> Honestly, God, like, please, like, I just, you know, that's just going on too long. Like that conversation. <laughs> Whatever you want, like, <laughs> you want. There was a story last week, and I was going to talk about it. And then I thought maybe not, because I thought we'd be accused, or I would be accused of being misogynistic or something because there was a story about what do ladies like to shop for right and the answer is shoes okay Uh so they mainly like to shop for shoes and they like to search like Amazon and stuff like that and eBay for shoes and then I thought to myself do you know people are going to give out to us over that because they're going to the the ladies around County Tip are going to ring and say do you think we've not to be doing like only looking for shoes like typical but then this happened if you won the lottery and you had a million euro what would you buy? Shoes. You'd buy shoes. <laughs> now, what do you think of that? Like all women in the world, new oh, shoes. You see, you had what if you won the lottery? What would you buy? Um, shoes. Now, you'd buy shoes as well, would you? No, my shoes. I have. No, I, have I got new shoes. You got new shoes as well. They're three and four year olds, and all they could speak to you about was shoes. That the little lady. Stay out of I'll see you later on. Okay. Seven thirty-seven. Tip FM. I don't even know what this story means, but I, I have but a problem. It's not going to stop you reading. No, I'll read it anyway, because <laughs> even if I don't know what it means, somebody else might know what it means. Like, I have a problem. I would, I would say I have a problem with sausages, but any time I have sausages, sausages are always different. Depending on where you get sausages, they're, they're the one thing that are always... Do you find... Are you a sausage person? Are you... Um, are you now and then, yeah. yeah. But I mean, just buy the same... Uh, well, obviously, if I keep buying the same brand, but I'm yeah, just well, saying... I said if you, one you're happy with. No, it's not that. If you breakfast someplace or if you're in a hotel or something, sausages are always, always different. Yeah. But British supermarket chain Waitrose, all right, are starting to use plant-based skins on their sausages. But the price was saved. Now, what is that? What is a plant-based skin? Why would you use a plant-based skin on the sausage? On a normal sausage. When, when the sausage is meat? Yeah. I, I don't know. Strange. Algae... Algae. Algae-based skins. <laughs> How dare you correct me. Algae-based skins uh, will replace traditional hog castings. Casings. But, Not but, castings, castings. But Go on. When that blue algae, blue-green thing forms on Loch Derg, they tell you stay away from the water. <laughs> it must be different. I said, I and I told you, like, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm looking at it and I'm going, I'm rubbing my eyes and I go, what, what are they talking about? They said it's not because of cost-cutting, even though they might save money on the product. The Daily Telegraph reports that Waitrose, there's no Waitrose here, is there? I don't think so. I don't no. think so. Claims that customers prefer a softer product now. So it's... Okay. Some, somebody tell us, please. Well, well I, I, I see where they're going now. Are. Okay, go on then, you help me out. Sometimes the, the wrapper, we'll call it, the, the physical wrapper of the actual sausage, not the packing that it comes in, okay. can be a bit hard to cut through. Do you know, do you ever find that when yeah. you're trying to cut a sausage? Whereas obviously this is going to be easier. 
Yeah. You might need somebody Less resistance. To, you might need somebody to cut it up small for you, maybe, or something <laughs> like that. Hey, what age do you have to be to uh, to uh, drive a motorcycle in the 16. Country? Are you sure it's 16? You can start driving a car at... 17. Yeah. And it's 16 for a motorcycle. Um, I asked that because somebody asked me, because we played a clip of the kids a while ago when I was amateur, I think at half past seven. I uh, got a quick clip. Yeah, this is funny. Hang on. I rode a bike and I crashed into the shed. You, <laughs> you crashed into a shed at a motorbike? Yeah. What? Are, are you, are you, you did not. Did you really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you all right? No. <laughs> he's not Start him early. He's not all right. Yeah. Yeah, now on the road. He's 16. He's four. He's four, by Fair the way. Play. All right, have a good day. Good See back. you later on. Uh, 8.35, Tip FM. Well, um, how are you getting on? I'm fine. You sound flustered. Um, do I sound like I'm just coming out on the right side, uh, not the left side? It sounds like that in my... Okay, well, I'm listening in mono, so it's in both ears. And okay, hang on a second. I've turned this down. I have to do something here. Hang on a second. Okay, I'll just talk away. That's right. Hit, no, hit it harder. No, <laughs> no, use the hammer that's there as well. <laughs> no, I've seen Fran do Oh, that. hang on. Oh, something happened there. Uh, hang on. Uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Am I oh, not, God, all, all, now, all of a sudden, I'm listening again, in stereo. You're going... Yeah, I'm, like, again, like the town of Fermi now. I'm all to one side. Totally on. to one side now. Now, now hey. you're slap-bang in the middle. Ah, there you go. You're on the bridge. Ah, there you go. Technical genius. I'm around... Uh, speaking of technical geniuses, I, I think I'm going to put it out there and ask, is there any mechanics listening? <laughs> and I'm going to try to put an end to my problem, okay? Because the <laughs> engine light came on in my car, right? Now, you know all about this because we've been discussing it off air. And I panicked a bit. And I said, oh, no, what's now what? Like, I can't handle this. Like, So I did what everybody would do, and I Googled it. No, maybe you go to a mechanic. Anyway, I Googled it first. And, it, of course, it couldn't tell me on Google what the problem was. Naturally. Obviously, naturally. But one of the things it said, that it could be something as simple as the diesel cap is not tight enough. Because, obviously, it creates a vacuum in yeah. the tank. Uh-huh. And there was kind of air getting in, or there was air getting out, or something like that. And I was saying to you yesterday, like, that's very unlikely. So at nine o'clock yesterday morning went downstairs, went out, did that, tightened it. It did seem a bit loose. I started it uh, and it said started a couple, started to turn it off, started to turn it off did I, and it went away. Okay. And sure, I texted sure, you. you're a technical genius. I texted you because I couldn't be going upstairs again to tell you. And I was <laughs> delighted. I was, I, I and was so delighted. was I. And you were happy for me. I was. Because you did seem bothered yesterday. Now, so, uh, Drew Luby was going to Kilfeekle rugby training last night. Uh-huh. Came on again. Oh. So I pulled I pulled in. Had just you got a, diesel in between? No. Okay. But I pulled in and it was a little bit loose again. So I said, right, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Look, I can deal with that. If that's all if that's all it is, I tightened it up and it went away again, right? I can just imagine you going on a long journey and every ten kilometers you've got to stop tighten, up, tighten, tighten up the, the bloody the diesel cap. cap. <laughs> so this morning it happens again. Oh. So I pulled in just outside the Shamrock Lounge and uh, jumped out uh, in the dark and went and... No, oh, no, hang on. There's street lights. There are no street lights outside the Shamrock Lounge. I don't think there is any. This is... You know where I am? Just up the road from my place. Anyway, that doesn't matter. And I went, I around, and I went to try... Shamrock Lounge in care. No, no, no. Sorry. No, 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 I forgot no, you, Leo. No, 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 no. The... Shamrock Lounge. Not the one out in West Tip. The one. Uh, and I went out and checked it anyway, and it was tight on it, but the, the light was still on. Okay. And now it's off, because uh, when I started and stopped it this morning when I got here, anyway, that, that, all that doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Now I'm thinking, right, and I said to you, am I starting it too quick? Yeah. Should I um, turn on the engine? And you were saying, let everything clear, yeah. like lights and stuff, yeah. off the dash. Yeah. You think I'm confusing the car. Possibly, and also it needs to pump fuel through. But why has it never happened to me before? Like? The car's getting old. I have a solution for you, though. Oh, jeez, what, selling? Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> pawn it off on someone. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. Because... <laughs> Somebody said, I bet you it's the dip. Oh, no. Oh, no, don't say that. It's the DPF. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't use language like that. As little as I know about stuff, like, I... You do know that. I I do know that's that's a serious thing, isn't it? Yeah. Any mechanics out there, will you help me out, please? Tell me what's going on. Sure, I'll just go and get it probably put on the... I'll go to MJ today in Tip Town. I can put on the thing and see what's going on. I'm afraid to know what's going on, really, to be honest with you. I couldn't be handling that. You might want to give the mechanics a clue, then. Tell them what it is. (laughs) Tell them what you mean, tell them what it is. The car. Tell them what kind of car it is. Yeah, because there could be issues with different, you know, different issues of different makes in that. Doesn't matter what kind of car it is. Okay. It's just trouble. It's just trouble. With a capital J. No. If I tell people what... (laughs) (laughs) You see where I'm going here. If I tell people what kind of car it is, it's it's just... No, never mind. (laughs) Give a a free advertising to the company. That's the last thing I want to do. No, no, no. You just just don't want people thinking you're getting notions. Okay. Uh, Right. Listen, it's Worst Joke Wednesday today, (laughs) and uh, we'll do some of those at half past seven. Is that all right? Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. It's just after 7 a.m. Good morning, Tipperary. With Andrew Luby. Kevin is in Richmond in uh, Nina Town. That's mm-hmm. uh, where the issue is with the water. you got to look at the website. Well, I had a quick look on Ishka Aaron's site and the only thing they're reporting in the Nina area that I could see at a quick glance before I ran in here mm-hmm. was that they were doing leak detection tests in the Ballinree area, uh, which wouldn't be quite in Nina, but that was from midnight to 5am this morning, but that okay. shouldn't have impacted. All right, we'll find out what's going on there. Um, uh, morning, Andrew. The ploughing was hell. I knew that, actually. I'd forgotten uh, between Palmuck and Kerr just mm-hmm. a few years ago. So it's been here quite a few times, hasn't oh, yeah. it? Um, Outside Tip Town, on the Limerick Junction side of Tip Town, uh, but it was in the 50s, uh, 1954 or something. That's even before my time. Before your time, even. Sure you of course, a, uh, I know young the, flood, uh. <laughs> yesterday's uh, first day, there was mention, of course, of uh, the late Carrie Atchison, who was ah. the voice of the ploughing for so yes. many years. Carrie, of course, a Clonmel lady. Uh, former South Tip TD as well, but uh, and again, Carrie would have been also the voice of the Clonmel show down ah, through the years. Very good, so. very good. Uh, worst joke Wednesday today, so we've uh, got a few to do for you. I can't believe I haven't sold one copy of my autobiography. Story of my life. <laughs> oh. I'm currently reading a book about a detective that solves crimes purely by chance. Uh, it's called Sheer Look Holmes. <laughs> just, 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 just wicked, isn't it? I said that the alphabet soup wouldn't be tasty, uh, but then I had some, and I had to eat my words, Pat. Uh, no, maybe not a Russell Brand one, maybe not. No. God, no. <laughs> well, actually, no, it's not too bad. I don't I, care. I'm shocked to learn about Ras- uh, Russell Brand. I had no idea he was a comedian. Um, that, that's good, actually, because he's yeah. not very funny, is he? Uh, Trish says morning lads I'm entering a baking competition oh I did last week she says the judges said that they'd never seen such a disaster and I came last it was the worst cake scenario Trish probably had egg in her face Um, (laughs) my grandfather warned people oh this isn't bad my grandfather warned people that the Titanic would sink no one listened to him but he kept warning them until they got sick of him finally they kicked him out of the cinema (laughs) yeah I like that (laughs) And uh, I've just got over, this reminds me of something yesterday, I just got over my addiction uh, to chocolate marshmallows and nuts. I won't lie, it was a rocky road. I had <laughs> yesterday, um, I died all day. when I, I hadn't eaten anything to lunchtime. And well, I that's home. not very sensible. No, and then I went home and I had a potato sandwich. Okay. Which was lovely. Mm-hmm. And just two small little squares, two little small squares though, of a, um, whatchamacallit, a Yorkie. And uh, I died all day, like with... with, with heartburn and indigestion and stuff so much so that I couldn't eat anything else for the day but I'm not too bad today so that's all you had yesterday um, was it 
I had a little uh, crisp sandwich. Uh, and and two squares of yorkie. York no, I had a little bit of shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> but that was last night, just you know, because I felt like that I had to. I should have something else. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Good luck. Good luck. Bye bye. I've been hearing symphonies. At 11. Horse Joke Wednesday. Today, Ruby said us in a little joke. Here it is. Why did the cow cross the road? I don't know. To move. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ruby. By the way, yeah. you missed out a great opportunity yesterday. Why? It was National Pirates Day. Oh, was it? They are. Arr. Yeah. Arr. How did you miss that? Arr. Why did you tell me? Why I didn't did realise until after the show myself. <laughs> I'm not the one researching. Yeah, well, we might pretend it's tomorrow. <laughs> we, might, we might just say that we're a couple of days late. Our worst joke Wednesday today. Somebody said my wife tried an 80s classic at karaoke. It was awful. It went down like 99 lead balloons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes I look back and I think of all the people I've lost over the years. Maybe being a hiking guide wasn't a great idea. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, Jones says... More Morning, lads. I'm returning my husband's glasses to the opticians. He's still not seeing things my way. I like that, Joan. Oh, that's I do, good. I do like that. That is good. I uh, went to the hospital today. I said I was bitten by a wolf. They said, where? I said, no, just an ordinary one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> They've made a new eyeliner, apparently, that works very well. And it tastes good as well, Pat. It's called Chicken Tikka Mascara. Stop. Okay. Please. Enough. Are you sure? Enough. Got my wife lovely perfume for, for her birthday. It's called uh, Tester. I hope she, li- <laughs> <laughs> I hope she, li- I hope she likes that. <laughs> Uh, apparently a distant cousin has left me an expensive watch in his will. I hope it's not a wind-up. Um, okay, final one for you. Um, I had a seance last night and I got spooked out by the spirit of a dead window cleaner. That's the last time I'm going to use a squeegee board. <laughs> squeegee. That's actually funny. That's not too bad, is it? See you later. By your standards, that's brilliant. Good luck, good luck. This is a dark parade. Big change. It morning. was bitterly cold, I thought, this yeah. morning. Yeah. Big change. I, you might have noticed that I'm wearing my, my snoot. Snoot? Snood. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's better than being nude. It better be nude in a snood. It happens that around this time every year that I start to wear it. But I always feel like there's someone trying to choke me. Like, do I really like to go? And I hate anyone touching me. Well, there's my a neck. long list of people that might want to. But, <laughs> but I always feel like there's hands around me. I don't know. Get a bigger snood. But then, but then it doesn't. It doesn't. It was easy. It's just your neck. It's, it doesn't have such a neck on you. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like it. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to slip one of these days. Um, that's, and I hate, you know, I hate that kind of like. I think of what's going to slip. <laughs> Do you know that kind of felt like you know me now with hugs and stuff like. Yeah, you're very tactile. I'm, I'm, I'm anti kind of that touchy feely thingy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not the only one. Frank Hurry's the same. Do you know I'm that? as well. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. I was wondering why we never hug each other. That's probably it. Now, um, I've got something for you. I'm not going near you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dublin is the second most Botox-obsessed city in Europe. Se- second. Good second. God. Can you believe that? Well, you're saying it, so it must be true. It is true. Uh, well, I read down and make sure I'm, I'm right sure about that. I'm sure you put vast research into this. <laughs> uh, research by VIP Italia. There, is that like the VIP magazine here? They have one over there too. So I think Possibly. That's um, those living in Dublin uh, love uh, Botox, facelifts and fillers. Now, I probably said this to you before. I've had no work done. It shows. <laughs> It's just that natural look to you. I never, I'm honest to God, like, just just have a good look at there, right? No work done whatsoever. You're a blank I, canvas, I was just though, really. born, that's another story, actually, a blank canvas story. <laughs> Might do that at half past seven. That's nice way, Pat, that you... Seg- I hadn't even thought of that. You, you, okay. se- you segued into that. Yeah. Amster- but there's so much potential there. Amsterdam, <laughs> I mean, like, what you would call the fellas, do you know the fellas you put them together, they, they put on their ears and their eyes and their... Do you know the little, you do, don't do this to me now. You, always, you know the little, they're toys, the spudmen. 
Do you, ever, do you know those fellas? Don't no. tell me. Do you live under a rock? How can you not know them fellas that you put on their ears and their eyes? The, you know them low. so well you don't know their name. They're, they're still like they're like spuds or something <laughs> like. There's Mr. and Mrs. like. And you can just, you can... God's sake, like... You, you've no idea what I'm talking about there. Tell the truth now. You're just not describing it for... I probably know really well what you're trying to say, but just you're no, not saying it. No, you do know really well. It's not Mr. Men type thing. No, no, they're no, different characters. No, yeah. no, no. They're and anyway, Mr. they're not Mr. Men anymore. They're Mr. People. Don't be offending people. You can't say that anymore. These fellas are like spuds. Somebody tell me, please, on the text, will you? Anyway, Amsterdam was the only uh, place. Amsterdam came in at number one. So uh, Amsterdam is the most obsessed when it comes to that. And then you have Dublin. So, I don't know uh, why I'd have thought, like, Paris and... I don't know. Rome, maybe, or someplace would be... Claude texted me, Mr. Potato. Like that's I was I was very I was that close to it. Like what I was saying. But you Mr. see, no, you're saying I can't say Mr. Men. You should not be allowed to say Mr. Spud either. Why? It should be Mr. Potatoes. Why? What's wrong with Mr. Spud? Well, I take offence at that. Were you called? Were you called Spud Murphy? Not like, that much, you, actually. No. 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 <laughs> All right, Spuddy. I'll see you at half past. Good afternoon. <laughs> After seven a.m. Good morning, Tipperary with Andrew Luby. There's a crowd in Holy Cross that do Botox and uh, they've contacted us to know if we'd like to come and have a little bit done. Off you go. Uh, just for... Hang on with you a second. Will you just hold on a second I'll tell you what they said. Uh, we'd like to go and maybe we could talk about it on air and we could do something online like a before and after. And uh, I didn't text them back yet. I said I'd run it by you. Now, they did say that it would be free of charge uh, for me. <laughs> for me. <laughs> but they'd be charging... You need it most. They'd be charging an hourly rate... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they didn't contact us. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> um, listen, you gave me this story yesterday. I didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday. So, an artist in Denmark has been told he, had to re- he has to repay back a museum for commissioned artworks after delivering blank canvases. Now, this is, we've spoken about this nonsense uh, before. Like this new kind of art stuff that they do. Like for for me, like it's it's not art. Like I don't care who I'm offending. Like just utter nonsense. And I'm I'm reminded of stuff like your one whatever her name was that did um, her bed that unmade bed uh-huh. that people went in to look at and all that. All this. Do you remember she did that? And for people who don't know what I'm talking about, it was just simply it was a bed in a museum with a locker beside it. It was unmade and like bottles of water and stuff just on the. But I'm like, sure she like, put a lot of work into how that unmade bed looked how did she like ah just you know the, the way the duvet was maybe the you know the, the indent in the pillow all that kind of stuff and the subtle things stop stop the indent on the pillow yeah, the obvious answer to that is that like if she got out of it and just left it the way it was it wouldn't have been any different to her tweaking it. Well then she I put mean, a lot of thought into her last position in the bed so that the indent in the pillow or the way the duvet was. But, oh, but why? Like, so that you would be talking about it. But talking, but saying what about it like? Well whether she was lying on her side or on her back. I couldn't care if she was lying like. Well maybe other people with a sense of, you know, a sense of, you, a sense of humour maybe would, you know, discuss it. There's a one, there's one in England 
at the moment, right? Um, and there's a corridor that's about that width. and you, Shoulder yeah. width, okay. Okay, shoulder width. And you have to go in. Now, there's two ways. If you don't want to go in this way, you can go in a normal door, right? But part of the whole, I don't even know what to experience. call it, experience, is that you walk in this, like... Um, corridor and there's people naked people either side why have and you got your hands reaching out <laughs> I, I, i'm pushing them away i'm not <laughs> so you have to walk in past these people like touching of diddlers and things like do, do you know what i mean what did god's name is that about you can look that up that's happening that's happening and that's part of the that's part of the whole experience at the moment for this fella in denmark right sorry no go back where was that thing in in, in england did you say uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not everybody that they leave in, and you have to keep moving because you, <laughs> you have to because you're in a queue. You have to keep moving; like you can't be at whatever you'd be at there. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> an artist in Denmark. So what he did was right. He just delivered blank canvases. So they're just that's all they are, and he it's titled "Take the Money and Run," and it's displayed <laughs> in the museum. Which obviously that's what he's doing. A court in Copenhagen uh, has told him to refund the museum sixty six thousand euro. How much did he get? Sixty six thousand euro, and he had to, he has to give it back because they're just blank canvases. Are you sure that's what he got? Oh, hang on. <laughs> He was paid seventy one thousand euro. But you look, what's the difference? Like five. He gets grand to back. keep five grand. Yeah, but for what? Like first supplying blank canvas. Now I've played. I've played this for you before, and you know what it's going to be because you heard me doing it downstairs. Now this is like so called modern art. He's taken off his headphones. This is Yoko Ono, and people oh, like no. people came in over like a seven or ten day period every day to see her doing this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go to a One Direction concert. I mean, what, why would you like? Why would you bother? Like, finished? Yeah, I'm finished. Okay. <laughs> See you later on. Good it's murder on the dance floor. Uh, I noticed on Facebook uh, yesterday that the Gardaí in Tipperary put up um, one of the and and just a few days ago it happened to me. So the people are getting te- the scams, mm-hmm. right? People are getting uh, these texts like, uh, "Hi, Dad, I changed my provider temporarily using this number uh, until I get my old one back. Can you send me a message on WhatsApp?" And it gives you a link, right? And that's almost word for word one that I got, got the other day. How much did uh, it cost you? Uh, <laughs> well, like, it de- well, if it was actually one of my kids, it would cost me. Uh, I I texted them back and I said, "Is this Anya or Joanne?" And then there was nothing for a while, and then it just came back, Joanne. <laughs> it, it's Joanne. Obviously, they tossed a coin to see <laughs> who will we go with. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but on a serious note, you have you have to watch out for those. Like, don't yeah, Carol uh, O'Leary, Sergeant Carol O'Leary from Care, was on with Fran, mm-hmm. um, pointing out that a gentleman uh, in North Tip in the Nina area, I think, was lost quite a few thousand euro uh, with a, a scam like that, claiming to be on post and that there was yeah. import duty or something due on a, a package. I keep saying to my mum at home, like, and it, it, you can't blame anybody for being fooled by it because oh, they are gone so honestly, they'd like ones from the bank and stuff like that. And it just looks so real. And I've always said, uh, ring them back. Not not on the number they give you, yeah. obviously. <laughs> but get a, get a number, proper number for the bank, ring them and, and ask them. Or if somebody just rings you out of the blue. And sometimes you're a little bit embarrassed because, you you know, this lovely lady saying she's from the AIB or the Bank of Ireland or, or whatever. And you just say, well, I've, I've, no, I've no proof that you are who you yeah. say you are. And the person, if they're genuine, they'll understand that. Yeah, totally. And I always say, tell them to write to you. If they write to you, mm-hmm. at least you know, like, what's going on. <laughs> I know, I think it's safe enough to write to you. I think so. No? 
You never know. These well, how do you know, how do you know you're genuinely dealing with the banks or 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 whoever? Well, you contact them, I guess, as you said. Yeah. Okay. Maybe mm. so. I think um, Revolut as well is the the latest. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, line being used that it's somebody calling from Revolut. And do you have Revolut? I do. Uh, I have a tube, but I don't have anything in it. Yeah, same here. It's handy <laughs> to throw money at every now and then. If I you're... never throw money at it. I, I, I have it. I just downloaded it, but I have no money in it. Not, not, not a bob. Um, have you heard... It could be said for any of them. Skimflation. Have you come across that word what? before? You know what skimflation is? Uh, it's chocolate bars getting smaller. There you go. Yeah. So the quality, the quality of crisps, chocolate and biscuits apparently have got worse. 52% of people say that they've noticed the so-called skimflation. So basically it is what you say it's uh, it's bars that are getting smaller, but if the quality is going more down expensive. as well, that's not that's not. But what's the story with the because they do say that cheaper that ingredients is that it? You'd imagine, yeah, yeah. probably. But they really ha- like I wouldn't be one to notice it, but I have noticed in the last twelve months or so that the bar- they have a, they've gotten smaller, haven't they? Mm-hmm. And like just a normal bar of chocolate, now I'm not talking about a big bar of chocolate. Like they could be one fifty or one sixty, couldn't they? Oh like yeah, for a bar at least, chocolate, yeah. Now I don't mind. I don't say I don't mind, but you would put up with price increase or whatever if the bar was bigger or. The same size. Yeah, but what's even worse for me is if they are skimping on the ingredients but still charging you more. Yeah. It's not on now at all. You'd at least expect the quality to remain the same. I told you I had a potato sandwich uh, on Wednesday, yeah. on Tuesday. And it nearly killed me all day. It was, but what I did notice was, was it was a six bag of potatoes that we had. Um, in. Now I'm saying potato, like it goes for all the crisp uh-huh. products, right? The same. And if you actually give the bag a little bit of a shake, like it's only the, the crisps only come up to there yeah. on it. Have you yeah. noticed that? Like, uh-huh. and it, it's probably a, I'm not exaggerating. It's probably a third with the crisps in it. But if even a, that was that, it wasn't always the way. Was it? Was it you get a bag I of don't remember it being like that. But yeah, okay. Like, Maybe just the crisps themselves are physically smaller, so they compress that bit more. All right, skimflation. All right, man, talk to you later. Is it really 10 degrees, it is? 10 degrees? That's what they're telling me. It doesn't feel like 10 degrees. Feel Maybe like it's it. warm in North Tip. Now I can hear you fine, and you can hear me fine. Yeah. But <laughs> I thought that your levels like were a bit low. Well, that uh, was the reason for my hesitation at the start, because I couldn't you hear You couldn't really hear yourself. Yeah. Um, um, we're not saying that either. Uh, listen, I'm not, we're not going to tell people about that, because it's just... Like nobody has any interest in that, really. As long as people can hear us, um, there's a, I've got a couple of really funny things actually to do for you this morning. Oh, that'll make a change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At half past seven, right? There's um, I found a, a video of. No, I think it's a while back, right? But let uh, me explain the first Andrew video and radio. No, 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 no. I got the, I pulled the audio off it, right? So there's a couple of fellas going to a match, and uh, they pull in and ask a fella for directions, and it's it's about four minutes long, and I got it down to about a minute and a half. <laughs> And you have to hear this. So anybody listening, honestly, you'll enjoy this. Is it one of those when well, I wouldn't seven. start from here situations? Uh, it's it's just just waiting here. It's just <laughs> it's so it's so funny. Um, the ploughing is over. Mm-hmm. Um, a Mayo woman has been crowned the winner of this year's brown bread baking competition at the national ploughing championships. And when you see the headline, it kind of sounds like a little bit of paddy whackery. You know what I mean? People <laughs> baking brown bread and stuff, right? But an amazing prize. Did you see this story? Did you? Um, it used to be having your bread for sale in, was it Aldi or Lidl? That's exactly it. Yeah. So Loretta Maguire is uh, the lady's name. It was a Tipperary winner not that long was ago, it? if I remember rightly, yeah. Okay. She's going to receive €15,000 in prize money. Fifteen grand. She, she'd want to be spending that on a bigger cooker. She would now. Uh, and her bread is going to be stocked in all 160 Aldi supermarkets nationwide. Uh, that's an amazing prize, isn't it? Yeah. It's fantastic. Now, listen, I can't include you in this. First of all, you're not from Kerry and you're not in the right age group. 
Um, but all single men in Kerry are being called uh, for a charity fundraiser next Friday. If it's all single men, how am I not in the age group? <sighs> if it's all single men, how are you not in the age group? What am I missing there? You said, unfortunately, I don't qualify because you're I'm not, not from, from Kerry, Kerry and I'm not in the age group. You're not in the age group. But you've just said all single men. But you see, you, you won't let me like finish. No, you stopped. I paused. For effect. <laughs> uh, now you're up to put me off. I don't know where I am now. Okay, they're holding a speed dating event to raise funds for the Causeway First Responders Group. Uh, two groups uh, on the night. Uh, one between the ages of 20 and 35. I just barely kind of scrape maybe into that. <laughs> and uh, the other one, which I definitely scrape into, is 35 to 50-year-olds. It starts at 9 o'clock. Uh, it's a tenor to sign up for that. Um, so you're not, in, you're not in the age group and you're not from Kerry. So hard luck. But this would be my last year able to do it because I'd be reaching that kind of milestone next February. Oh, dear. Oh, dear is right. Oh, dear. And uh, there's a fella very, uh, very briefly, too, on AI, an Irish guy, right? Keep fixing my... Can, can people hear me? Hello? No, you're fading away on me. Hello? Hello? There's a fella, an AI, an Irish guy, right, that does um, songs. So basically you can put in um, songs sung by, like, whoever you want. So this fella, <laughs> this fella put in Homer Simpson, and you'll know the song. Hang on. It's like Homer, it's Homer Simpson with a Limerick accent. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> it's just after 7 a.m. Good morning, Tipperary. With Andrew Luby. Um, okay, um, it's about a minute and a half. Uh, it's very, I think it's very funny. Uh, lads pulled in for directions and they turned on their phone. <laughs> this, I just played. Now, I had to edit it down for about four minutes. All right, here it is. Yeah, are you from Dublin? No, Galway. Oh, yeah, good man. You know Headford? I do, I know as well. I'm from there. Are you? Yeah. Do you know any Canavans there? Old Tom Canavan. His daughter was married to my brother, Mary Canavan. She drink whiskey all day long. She's dead now, God rest her. You know Shrew, County Mayo? Well, I know County Mayo. I was in Westport about five years ago. I went over to see Mrs. Gallagher in that Ackill Island. Yeah? Where are you from yourself? I'm from County Loud. We bet Cork in 1957. <laughs> and we'll do it again if we can have a chance. What's your family name? Uh, O'Neill. Well, what are the O'Neills? O'Neill is the oldest royal name in Europe. It goes back to the third century. Yeah, Neil of the Nine Hostages. Do you remember the reading about him? He was the King of Ulster. Oh, good Lord, yes. What's he, your name? Murta. 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 We were kings of Leinster before anybody. Yeah? Are you going to have to see the football? That's some crown you've on, you Who's playing? Uh, Irish. Yeah, Irish. but there's a cross with Len up there. I went to see cross with Len about five years ago. Now, my nephew used to be <laughs> playing for them, uh, Donald Murta. And then he went on to be the manager of, of cross with Len. But they haven't been doing so well this last three or four years. Are you going for a few points today? Oh, I had to give it up six years ago. Seven years. <laughs> no, I was out of a 44. Uh, my I'm brain damaged. I'm brain I'm damaged. Brain damaged. <laughs> are you one of the O'Neills? No, no. Are you, you a new one? Are you from Galway? No, my own. Oh, I was in Westport. Uh, Meet Mrs. Gallagher. <laughs> I did meet her, yeah. You know what her family name is? Ferguson. Her real name is Christina Ferguson. Uh, and they say she's a true... Horse, we've got to go. Well, look, have you got an idea where you go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not. You know, yeah. 
my god. Do you god. have an idea of where you're going? <laughs> Any place but here. See you later. At 11. So Irish people are generally happy with their bodies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at us. I Why know. we be? I mean, like, you know, I'm finally at my target weight. I mean, it might be 20 stone, but... You've put on a few pounds just to a, get there. A ta- a, exactly. Put in a, a lot of hard work to a, get there. A target's a target. <laughs> oh God, I don't have to put in any hard work to get there, I can tell you. <laughs> anyway, Irish people generally happy with well, their I've bodies. I've seen you struggle to oh, eat I, that last Jaffa cake I'm, in the pack. I'm, I'm happy because you paused there a little bit when you said, I've seen you, and then you said struggle. <laughs> I thought you were going to say togged off like or something. No, no, no. God, no, no, that's no, the last I thing. I wouldn't mention that. Please, no, don't say that. <laughs> um, top 10 countries globally being contented. So, a study of 57,000 people in 65 countries. Why? Like, why do that even? Who cares? Uh, apparently, Irish people come in an eighth position for body confidence behind, Mal- <laughs> behind Malta, Taiwan, Bangladesh. They're in the top three. So, said, <laughs> I'm delighted. I'm thrilled with the way I look. Uh, interesting uh, to see that the United States, France and Brazil are the people that are least happy with their bodies according to research and uh, yeah I mean you, I mean, we're, we're happy enough are you, are you happy? Yeah Does it like to do all your bits do the things that they're supposed to do? At like? my age I'm happy everything still works <laughs> Are you sure everything still works? <laughs> I've got this issue like where things that No, are, no okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything rude like I was just going to say if I could change it like some bit like What bit? Well, the things that should be bigger are smaller, and the things that are smaller should be bigger. Like it's just, it's like I got a bad deal. Like, but I'm, I'm playing with the cards I was dealt. Yeah. Have a good weekend. See you later. Good luck. Good luck. Tell me what you really like. <laughs> What's the crack with Andrew and Paz? The best bits of Good Morning Tipperary.